Hey everybody, welcome to episode 4 of Modcast VR, uh, the official podcast of the Flat to VR Modding community. We've got our merch on, we got our merch, see, we, we both have our it this time. On. Yeah, yeah, Brands is bigger than mine, so, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my co-host, V-Ran, I'm Dr. Greg VR, and we're really excited today because we have with us Raikou Parda, the modder from games like Stanley Parable and the Outer Wilds, so welcome Raikou Parda. We're just gonna call you Ryan. We're just gonna call him Ryan from very yeah, right, right, right. That's right. That's right. Because that just that's a that's a mouthful. <laughs> All right. So, uh, like our last episode with uh, Luke Ross, this episode we're gonna start with some VR news. I've got a bunch of stuff. In. There's been a lot of VR modding news that came out. Uh, not not. VR, we, we mostly stick to VR modding news. So, uh, yes, what we're going to do is we're going to start out, and I'm going to start out with some bad news first, and it's not the Luke Ross news. We'll talk about that later. I guarantee it. But uh, this is something very personal to me because I'm really excited about the Unreal 4 mod uh, that the new Java man is working on. Uh, uh, and I talked to him a little bit about it because I was excited. I was like, well, you know, when is it coming out or how's the progress going on it so we could have some news to talk about it. And he wrote me back and he was like, well, unfortunately, get this, by the way. Uh, he was like, I just graduated high school, which that blew me away. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and then he's like, and uh, he's like, and I just got hired by Liv to, for the, as their Unreal dev. That blows me away too because when I graduated from high school, all I cared about was weed and girls. <laughs> so... But somebody having a real job, I, I think I worked at Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, uh, uh, he's he said that the mod, that's not like his priority right now. And so uh, it's it's he's still working on it, he says, but it's not going it's not anywhere near ready to go. Uh, so that's kind of sad. I don't know how you feel about that. It man, is. But I was really excited. It is heartbroken. Yes. I'm heartbroken, yes. to be honest. I know that it's not priority for uh, our friend Java, but it is for us. Yes, that's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> Get your priority. With all the no kidding. This job. <laughs> I mean, like Come live on. really matters. Right, right? Because right. <laughs> yeah. you, work, you work at live too, correct? So Yeah, we are, we are now colleagues. And he's, yeah, he's, he's a genius uh, and super young. I'm like super jealous of him. Yeah, yeah. When, I, when I was his age, I wasn't doing like any, anything oh, like that. I know guys like that. Yeah. It's like um, who's the other guy I'm thinking of? The kid that's uh, that Zublo guy, the kid that that's doing uh, uh, um, Vertigo and Vertigo Two. I mean, I think he was six. It's a kid. Yeah, he was oh. sixteen when he did Vertigo. Actually, I okay. think he might have started at fourteen. Um, because I remember reading about when I played that game and I found out that one kid put that together and he was like a teenager. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like, he's wow. a, that's prodigy level stuff there, man. But you, you'll actually find that this is a pretty common thing in the in the modding community. Oh, yeah. Uh, a, lot, a lot of the people are just very young kids because, I mean, the yeah. older programming people usually have jobs, don't have much time yeah. for the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's the thing. Yeah, so, yeah. Dr. Greg VR told me the other day when we found out that you know we just graduated high school look uh dr greg was like i'm starting to think you know luke ross didn't join the call maybe he's 12 <laughs> we don't know 
That's Can you right. imagine if you look across his skull? That's like a 12-year-old kid. That's why he that doesn't want his name and voice laugh. online. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. <laughs> we just put it out there. Now people are going to speculate. All right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this, this is uh, something... That, it's not so much VR modding news, but it's something that really helps VR mods. Uh, they've been talking. And by the way, most of the news that I get, I get from the, uh, the flat to VR discord or the flat to VR Twitter. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we collaborate a lot back and forth with, with that type of thing. So, but, um, the FSR, and I'm, I'm not sure what FSR stands for. Is that some type of super sample? It's, it's just like DLSS only. I think it's for the, other cards, not the NVIDIA cards. And AMD? The, it, yeah. The, FSR like, is supported by all of them. Is like Okay, all it's, right. It's, it's from AMD, but it's supported by all of them, I think. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. So anyway, uh, FSR 2.0, um, I got to say, I put that on Red Dead Redemption 2 because I couldn't get the DLSS to work right for me. And I know there's a way to do it, but uh, Luke wrote a book about it, and I just I, I wasn't getting what exactly I was supposed to do. Uh, with that but anyway uh, I put the FSR2 on and it made a world of difference as I've actually heard that it's it even works better than the DLSS uh, for any games that use that so uh, you just get it at Nexus and and at least that's where I got it from and uh, download it and it works great uh, it, it did took away a lot of because when I was playing my, like my second session of Red Dead Redemption 2 and my eyes were getting so strained because of the frame rates and then when I put yeah. And, and when I put this on and I jumped in and I was playing around, it, like it smoothed it out so nice. It was awesome. So I want to, I want to try it on cyberpunk too. see if it smooths that out. It was, Cause DLSS works great on cyberpunk, but, um, uh, not, more news here. Uh, lost Ember is getting a VR mode. So it's not a mod. I've never played lost Ember. I've, I don't know I've much. Never. I don't know much about the game. It looks kind of like a, a walking sim where you can kind of trans port yourself into different animals is what i'm getting and it looks like you're kind of like trying to maybe i don't i don't know i don't know anything about the game i just i just know that it's getting it and that's in the news so that's why i'm saying it <laughs> so it's it's part of the the actual studio that develops the game they create okay. it's a mode and it's out now so i okay. so uh yeah so that that but it looks gorgeous it looks like it'd be a beautiful game like yeah. a lot of the games that uh rye ports actually into vr um uh all right uh the aseta corsa is a racing game i believe it's got motion controls now uh i mm-hmm. saw some video on that it looked really cool he's like i was actually adjusting the mirrors in his car and stuff you know mm-hmm. and, which is nice i always wish i had that in cyberpunk when i'm driving i always i'm always looking for my mirrors and they don't have mirrors in those cars <laughs> i wish they did yeah <laughs> uh Oh, the board to VR Kickstarter. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I that saw looks that. awesome. It looks like super customizable. I know we were talking a little bit with Worm Slayer about, you know, doing Dungeons and Dragons in VR. Yeah, and that looks like something that would be really cool, where you could actually customize everything, customize the setting that you're in, all that kind yeah. of stuff. So that's awesome. Uh, Vorpex version twenty two point one zero gets gestures. Um, I thought they were already in there, but this is the first I no, saw in the news. It, it was just for Cyberpunk. He released it, and then uh-huh. um, I think that PD did something as well with Cyberpunk. But yeah, I, Paradise Decay. I think now it's official. 
Okay. Yeah. But, Cause I, um, I've mine seen mine has, sorry, I didn't mean to cut I, you off. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> mine hasn't updated yet. I, mine is still 21 something. Okay. Whatever. So have you um, done anything with those at all? VRAM? No. How about you, Rai? Have you done anything with Vorpex and the gestures thing at all? I never had much luck with Vorpex in general. Like I never uh, liked the way it looked. Okay. So yeah, it yeah. really depends yeah. on the game with Vorpex. Some games look amazing yeah. in it, and some do not look amazing. <laughs> I know. I saw. I saw. Yeah. I saw Paradise Decay and his uh, Cyberpunk video when he was doing the mods. Uh, he was using the gesture thing, and it. I don't know. I would just assume just use the controller to be honest. Um, but I, there are some games where it actually might work really well. I don't know. This is something I would bring it up. Uh, Flight Sim has DLSS in it now. I know that doesn't have anything to do with VR modding, but but uh, uh, that's that was also in the news. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, this is kind of cool. Patty's Loan, I think that's the name of a modder. Is porting Witcher One to Unity or uh, Unreal Engine Four to be played in VR? Uh, currently, I guess you can play the prologue. It's completely playable, and they're looking to do the full game. So, this is something I want to do uh, very much. So, I want to try that out because it looks amazing. Stream it? You think you're going to stream it? If if the whole game was available, I'm not just going to stream a prologue. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I've always wanted to play Witcher 3. And I can Yeah. That game it just it's one of those with too many buttons. There's it just confuses the hell out of me cuz I'm I'm a like a boomer gamer, I guess. And, <laughs> and uh I always make it about an hour in and I'm like, "Oh, I just I get so frustrated with the controls cuz there's just so much to remember, all the things that you can do." Um I wish they, I wish they introduced games like that. I wish they introduced your abilities slower instead of just giving to giving them to you all at once. It's like here's everything you could do in the game, you know, <laughs> so that I had a chance to practice each one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it takes muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. Um okay, the uh GTFO mod has been updated along with the game has two handed support. Now iron sides, be haptics has been there for a while, I believe. Um, uh, but you have to add the beta role in the flat to DR VR discord to get the latest version of the mod that works with the latest version of the game, not the GitHub oh. version. So that's something oh, that's good okay. to know. Yeah. Um, okay. So that, those are the, like the big news things. Now we're going to get to like the, the big thing to kind of talk about here in VR news because it's upsetting. Uh, First, I'd like to remind everybody, uh, last episode, Vran asked this question. Do you get approached by game developers in awe that you actually manage to do and convert their products to something else? Maybe offended a bit that players, um, that players enjoy their games more in VR than they did <laughs> in flat screen. So there you go. We asked Luke Ross if the developers have ever gotten a hold of him. And he said no, and it weirds him out. And then, of course, like about two days later, uh, he gets a DMCA from Take-Two Interactive that they, he needs to take down all of his content involving Red Dead Redemption 2, Grand Theft Auto 5, uh, the three Mafia games, all of those games that he modded. Yeah. Uh, so it's all Vran's fault. <laughs> so, 
to sit in the dark here for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. But another thing that's really sad about that is, you know, one of the things we were really excited about was the possibility of getting um, Bioshock in VR. Well, that's also, that's a take-two game. So that's probably not going to happen either, at least not from Luke. Um, And, I mean, I don't know. For me personally... Now, I know Rye doesn't want to comment a lot about this, guys, because, you know, he's, he's a modder, and so I, and I, don't, I don't blame him at all. Um, but, but for me personally, I, I mean, I'm looking at this, and I don't understand where they're coming from because it's a separate piece of software. Luke hasn't done anything with, uh, with their IP. Um, it doesn't even touch their IP. Uh, mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, in order to play the games – in VR, you have to buy the games from Take Two. If you it does anything, game. I wouldn't have bought. I, honestly, I wouldn't have bought those games if it wasn't for the mods, because I don't play anything unless it's in VR. So I same thing, same I, thing. I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't. The only thing that I could figure is that they just absolutely cannot stand anybody making any money anywhere close to their IP. I I, I feel like if he would have given them away for free, none of this would have happened. That's kind of my yeah. I think it's it's the the money thing, and which I can I can understand their side because doing what I do for my work, I use uh, software that is very heavy in the VFX industry, and if someone cracks it, if someone downloads it and use cracks, which is kind of like a mod. They kind of they don't really mind unless they find out that the person is doing it in a commercial aspect. So if you make money out of the software, if you do animations for um, commercials, for TV as a freelancer, once they get they understand that you make money out of a cracked version, then it will come up to you. So mm-hmm. it could be that it's from the same aspect that. You know, it's their IP, it's their stuff, and someone is modding it, cracking it, and makes money out of it. Maybe it's that. It could be. Um, so I understand their side, but still, chase him like this. I. It's all about money at the end of the day. I, that's got to be it. It's got to be it. Because I mean, you know, I could buy, I could buy a Quest too. And then I can take off that shitty strap they give you for the Quest 2 and put on a Bobo VR strap. The Bobo VR strap, yeah, yeah, exactly. The Bobo VR strap is completely worthless without the Quest 2, right? But I'm not not doing anything to hurt Facebook or Meta or whatever it is you call them now. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know, man. I just I worry a lot about what this means. I, I don't want to see this start affecting other modders, and it has kind of because what was it? the guy? That, I can't um, who else? Somebody yeah, did like a one. it was a camera mod for. Is a guy that yes. worked with Halifax. Yeah, like a yeah, camera yeah. mode in a game. Yeah, that's yeah. all it was. It was a single player game. It doesn't affect the game any. I don't understand why they want him to take that down. Was it? It was Crisis. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Crytek, yeah, yeah. The thing so, is, you can get un Unreal Unlocker and get a free camera and do it anyways. But now, I guess it's trendy now to let's capture the mod instead of capture the flag, capture the modder. Yeah, maybe whatever they do. <laughs> 
Well, I want them I to stop it. that. It doesn't make any sense because modding makes so many games what they are. I mean, think about Skyrim wouldn't be the game it was without modding it. It was. Yeah, it wouldn't have. No. Uh, if they and, go against Wabajack, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I still need to do that. Now that I actually have oh, some man. hard drive space. <laughs> oh. uh, we'll talk later. Uh -huh. After you drink from your VR modcast. From my VR modcast mug. Makes me so cool and it tastes so great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's completely what today. It's completely gluten free. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so I don't know. That that's a real bummer. I, I said I don't know. I I know that I've talked a little bit to Luke. I talked to him this morning and he said there's no new no new news about this to report. I mean, you can look there's there is a petition that you can sign. Uh, we'll put a link to that um, to try and get to take two. Cause you know, that's the problem. It, it's he's getting complete silence. All he gets is this notice from them, but they're getting complete silence from them. Otherwise as far as far as uh, uh, you know, you know what exactly it all means. I don't know. I don't know. I know he, the, th the thing is, you know, he could start a legal fight with this, I would think, but, even if even if he's standing on the firmest legal ground there is, they have billions of dollars and lawyers that could tie this thing up in court and just run it on to infinity. And that's what these big companies do to the little guys. So, yeah. so uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what's good. It's really, really, really sad, though. Um, it, there's part of me that doesn't even want to stream any of those games anymore. You know, I'm like, well, screw you guys. Then I'm not going to give you any publicity for your games which I think is a good stance to have. But then again, it doesn't show people, you know, how great these games could be in VR. And, you know, I, I wish I could ask for a refund for GTA 5 and the other games that I, yeah, I surpassed two hours of gameplay. Yeah. But I'm not going to touch them now, really. Yeah, it, it's, it's sad. I mean, I, there's got to be another way that you can do this kind of thing. Um, without like canceling people, but I don't know how, I don't know how you get the attention of a monster like take two, you know? So yeah, I don't know. That's craziness. Anyway, we hope that all this gets squared away and that doesn't uh, curtail Luke from modding other games. Cause his yeah. mods are so much fun. I'm just really sad about the, the Bioshock situation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he will just come up with a different name, Luke Boss, instead of Luke there Boss. There you go. Just change his be... name. There, yeah. Lucy, Lucy Boss. There you go. Luke, that's uh, an option for you. Just it changes avatar. <laughs> yeah. Lucy Boss. Oh, Presented man. by Fran. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the news. We'll go ahead and we're going to start, start talking to Rye here. Um, so, Rye, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, we already talked about you working at Leo. That was in my question, but give us a little bit of a bio. Uh, uh, yeah, where should I start? Uh, I, I guess I'll talk more about my uh, modding uh, yeah, history. Okay. Uh, or how I, how I ended up here, which I guess is the interesting part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it started with uh, Auto Wilds. It was the, the first... It was my first time making a mod for any game. It was my first time really developing anything for VR. Uh, so I, yeah, I'd seen that someone was make, making a post on Reddit. Uh, his name was 
uh, Amazing Alec is his nickname. And he, he's the guy who developed the mod loader for Auto Wild. So this is the tool that allows you to actually modify the game. Okay. And he was announcing that there's now a new mod loader that allows you to make mods. This game is now moddable. So I joined the Discord, tried to figure out how it works. And I think recently I had read about uh, the Alien mod. Uh, what's the name of the game? Alien uh... Alien Isolation? Isolation? Isolation, yeah, that's it. Mother VR? Yeah, Mother VR, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had read about this, this mod and I thought, ah, what if I made a mod for this game? Because I just, just finished Outer Wilds and I really loved it. So what if I tried to make a VR mod for this game? Started trying to learn it. Uh... And yeah, this kind of connects back to something that uh, Elliot uh, said in the first interview. He, uh, out, like, there's no like centralized place documenting how to make these mods, which is what he was trying to fix with the uh, with the Discord. One of the things he was trying to fix with the Discord. Mm-hmm. So at the time when I was doing this, there was really no easy way for me to learn anything, and I was kind of just figuring out on my own. I was trying to find like source code for other mods on on github but yeah didn't really have much luck so it's really just this trial and error process of uh, figuring out how to even get the game starting in vr until yeah eventually i managed to get it to just start in vr it was like a really exciting oh. moment like, yeah. that's amazing it's like that's yeah so cool. yeah like the, the first time that i was actually inside the game and could like move my head yeah. around is, is like yeah it's such a cool feel i think like yeah probably no nobody else saw this maybe the the game devs tried it once uh but yeah it's, it's just a really cool feeling and mm-hmm. after that yeah the, the the modding community for the game is is just yeah everyone is super friendly helping me i learned so much like i had no real almost no experience in unity uh, Autowads, it's a Unity game. And all of the games that I mod are still Unity games because those are really like the, the easiest mods to uh, games to mod. So I didn't really have that much experience making stuff with Unity. Uh, I had tried before, but uh, didn't really go anywhere. And so I, it was just li- like continuously learning. And I'm still today, even with the mods I'm making now, I'm still learning a lot about the engine. And yeah, the... In six months, I released version one of Not My VR. That's the the mod for Outer Wilds, and it was very successful. Uh, still, yeah, still, still pretty popular. I get a lot of messages from people uh, saying that they bought the game just for VR, which that's what I did. Is a is a <laughs> little bit scary. <laughs> it, it feels like I like a lot of. Like responsibility, I don't know. Like just this <laughs> game just because if of this. It sucks. Mod. It's all your fault. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's just so so buggy and yeah. And then yeah, after that, I just uh, I I wasn't sure if I was gonna keep working on this kind of stuff. But then Elliot was kind of pushing me to to yeah, like join this uh, new Discord that he created, and uh, I'm also an admin there, so I'm now kind of part of the community as well. And he was trying to see, like, ask, ask me all these questions, how this stuff works and how to, or if I'm interested in, like, trying to monetize it a bit with a lot of people, like, wanted to make donations. That eventually led me to create the Patreon, where I started uh, 
making the Firewatch mod. That's the second one that I worked on. Mm-hmm. So, and in the meantime, I also tried making some smaller mods, like the Pray for the Gods that you you mentioned. Um, uh, also, the one for Return to the Oberdin, which is not really a, like a playable mod, but it's just uh, an experiment that I that I ran. And yeah, now I'm I'm working on the Stanley Parable mod. Released an update just just yesterday, uh, wasn't it? Hours ago. Yeah, 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 yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So, and that that one's going well as well. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm happy with it. Uh, is your mod? Have you always? It's so it's always been VR that you've modded. Then you haven't done any others. No, I've never. Well, for Outer Wilds, after I started making the the VR mod, I kind of started basically running the whole modding infrastructure for that game. So I created like the mod, lo- I created a, the mod manager, which allows you to like download the mods yeah. uh, more easily. And I created a mod mods website, atawaldsmods.com. And I ended up also making like smaller mods either to help me test stuff in VR or just for fun. Like I was at, at one point I was helping make this uh, Wilds multiplayer mod, which by the way, you should definitely check out is like the most polished multiplayer mode out there is insane. The amount of the amount of like stuff. It's just the only problem is that you cannot play it in, in VR. Uh it's not compatible because both of those mods are like they, they change stuff all around the game, so I see. They ah. explode if you try to play it together. <laughs> but yeah, that that that, that it's called um, Quantum Space Buddies, QSB. It's a yeah, it's a really good mod, uh, but I only like I only contributed it a little bit in the beginning, but now is is being uh, is being done by by someone else. So you can't uh, play it like asymmetrically then one person on a computer, one person in VR. That doesn't no, work no, either. No. no, there's another mod called Auto Worlds Online, which is a, like a much simpler uh, multiplayer game, but it's not like so complex. It's just, it's just yeah, kind of. You, you see other players flying around you, basically, and you can chat with them in a text chat. Mm-hmm. That one does work with VR uh, because it's just so much simpler. It's easier to make it compatible. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the Quantum Space Buddy is not compatible. But I, I definitely recommend everyone to check it out. It's, right. yeah. it's like yeah, the the whole modding community for the game is is incredible. I definitely recommend that everyone everyone to to check it out. I haven't got to jump into that one yet. I was going to do it last night, but my brother came over. Um, I have it, and I have the mod all loaded up and everything, I think. <laughs> but but uh, um, I It's have, very easy. Yeah, I've Super watched, easy. I've watched uh, VR Bug play it, and it looked it looked interesting. I mean, it's it, it kind of it, it takes me to actually one of my questions, because um, I've noticed like kind of a, a through the games that I've played that you've modded, uh, you you tend to pick uh, more like super chill, you know, walking simulator type games. You know, um, is is this are these just the games that you tend to like more, or are they just easier to mod as opposed to something that's like really super action based with a lot of stuff you have to do in them? Or right, so um, there's a lot of stuff that goes into what what I choose to mod. So first of all. Right now, I'm only modding Unity games. I haven't tried to learn how to mod a game that, uh, that's made with any other engine. Uh, so that already like narrows down. Narrows. To usually, usually like 
those games are usually a bit simpler than like you're not gonna find that many like huge games made with Unity uh, compared to like the the huge AAA games that Lucross mods, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Unity is so easy to mod that you can really integrate like a full VR experience with like. For instance, yeah, my mods usually have like full motion controls and all this. My Firewatch mod, I was also able to uh, implement uh, these features for comfort. Makes it yeah a lot easier to do the kind of more advanced stuff. Uh, and then I only. I usually only mod games that I like. So I the games that I like, I get tired of games a bit quickly. I usually like smaller games. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more of a fan of uh, indie games. So that, that's, that's the kind of game that, that you're going to see me doing. Because it's a bit more difficult for me to, to mod a game if I'm not already a fan of the game. I want to mod something I that I enjoy. That. Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah. and and for Stanley Parable, I, I'm I, like I'm modding the game as I'm playing it. Like I didn't finish the because I I, I played the original Stanley Parable, which was was not a U- Unity game. It was a Source game. And now the Ultra Deluxe version, they made it in Unity. That's why okay. I decided to mod it. I already knew that I loved the game, and I started modding the game right away before I finished the new content that they introduced. Nice. So I'm seeing like new content for the first time. That's fun in VR. <laughs> yeah, in VR and all f-ed up, like all buggy. <laughs> like I'm like sometimes I'm not sure if something is a bug or if it's like some meta like reference in the uh-huh, game or uh-huh. because of the way this, the game works. Like I'm not even I'm not sure if I've seen every ending now. Like, every once in a while I'll see some screenshot on Reddit or something and I've never seen it still. So I. And the nature of the game means I have to like test every single ending to make sure it works. Like it's a, it's a different kind of game yeah. from the ones that I modded before. Wow. Because like Firewatch and Outer Worlds, these are games that basically they implement systems and then they build a game around the systems that they implement, right? So Outer Worlds, you have like solar system with planet physics and you have some tools, a translator tool and a probe yeah. launcher tool. And as after you fix these features to work in VR, you basically have the whole game working, right? Mm-hmm. And I, there were people who finished Outer Worlds in VR before me. Like, <laughs> I, I hadn't finished it yet. And same with Firewatch. There were a lot of people who finished Firewatch in VR way before I, I ever reached the like second half of the game because I was still like testing always in the same save. Yeah. But I, and I'm just fixing all the like the map and the compass and the, the walking, the movement and the camera. I just fix the systems. But Stanley Parable is not like that. Like you get a very simple game, first person game, no hands, no no gun, no tools, you know. And and then you get all of these weird endings that suddenly change your camera or yeah, I don't yeah. know, transport you to a completely different place. I don't know. I'm trying to yeah not spoil anything, just yeah, yeah. speaking very vague terms. But yeah, Stanley Purpose like that. You get all of these very, very different things that I have to test manually test every single one of them and fix them individually for VR. Yeah, so it's a very different kind of game. There's a lot of I think I read there's nineteen endings to that game. Nineteen? I'm yeah. sure there's way more. Well well there's because you have them with the bucket. 
There's something with a bucket yeah. after that, and I don't know. I think even I think even before there were more. Than, maybe that I don't know what they consider endings like. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. just what I read on. A, I just was looking it up because I I played through it a couple hours the other night. I hit a point where I'm like, okay, it seems like I don't have any other options now. I, I feel like I've gone through every door I can and everything. I was like, how do you even know when this game is over? <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, and I was I was laughing my butt off the whole time. The the dry humor is great Narration. in that game. I love that narrator. He's awesome. Um, yeah, he's a great voice. Yeah. And, you, you know, it's so funny when you do when he says, you know, you're going to do one thing and you do the other thing. And then the voice comments on your, you know, ineptitude for doing this. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just it's great. I, it's a real fun little game. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't know what I'd read that one wiki that I looked up, they said 19 endings. Um, I'm sure there's way more. Uh, I, yeah, I guarantee there's way more than that. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I think I got to maybe nine or 10 of them. If I remember correctly, I had quite a few of them, but then, like I said, I got to a point where I, was, I just didn't know what else to do. I think I was, I thought, well, I, maybe it's done. Maybe I've beat the game, but how do you even yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. He, is there is there like an ending to that game to the like a specific hey you've done it you've beat all the things the game is over type of thing? I don't I don't remember to be honest. I <laughs> I'm at the state in, in the in the Ultra Deluxe version you get like w- way more endings and I'm I'm not sh- like there's something specific that happens that kind of feels like more of an ending but I'm not sure if that's it. I haven't looked it up it's because as I said yeah I'm the, I'm yeah. discovering the game as I'm developing it. Well, that would be a lot tougher in that one for sure. If you know, if you have to, yeah. if it change, because I imagine bugs are fun to fix. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what are some, what are some of the big changes you made in that in that mod? The Stanley Parable. Yeah, the one that you just you just released a a, a patch. Oh, yeah. So there were a few bugs that were like pretty big like uh if you kept crouching mm-hmm. which the game has a crouch the game has a crouch button for like one section like one second in the whole game requires you to crouch maybe yeah i don't think you should really almost ever need to crouch uh but yeah if you kept crouching you uh, you would that your camera would slowly drift yeah there's the a point where my chin was dragging on the floor until i died <laughs> yeah, you just you know? need to <laughs> you just needed to to recenter the, the camera but now, now yeah now that doesn't happen anymore there's still some issues with like if you move too much in real life so i i suggest just playing sitting down and not moving a lot i just yeah. need to fix that but yeah i fixed a lot of like this epileptic camera just like blinking stuff that was happening before i noticed that in a couple spots down in the basement where you walked around the the star field shows up there every time you went through a door there's a flash of light (laughs) yeah no that's that's related to i don't know if you did did you guys see the first video that i released about uh my when i was yeah uh, planning to make the stanley parable mod i made a video just explaining some of the technical stuff and also, if you've seen the boundary break uh, video about the Stanley Parable, they, I think they explained the same thing. I didn't see the whole thing, but basically, the Stanley Parable has this thing where they use portals, which work almost exactly the same as in the game Portal. Basically, okay. it's a, it's a, so there are some doors in the game that when you play it in flat mode, it looks exactly like a normal door. So 
you look you're looking through it it's a door but the, the way it actually works in the game is there's a texture being drawn that's like projection projecting uh, the view from another camera from another place and then when you walk through this portal you get teleported to another place okay and that's how they that's how they are able to construct this to build these impossible rooms that you are able to like keep walking around and they are bigger on the inside than on the outside uh-huh. stuff like this and that stuff doesn't work in vr the way they implemented it because that's the, it's a 2d texture like as soon as you see the door you know that it's yeah. not a real door like that's something that i noticed right away like i'm playing and i see yeah it's not a real door i need to fix that and what you're seeing when it blinks when you go through the door is because your camera position is offset from your body position because it teleports when you it detects that the player position is going through the portal but your head is still on the wrong side of the portal ah, you know I mean? okay all right yeah that makes sense Interesting. yeah and it's really difficult to fix because so I can make it so the camera is always uh, in the or the player body is always underneath the the camera so that it it goes through the portal at the same time. But then one issue is that you in VR you have two eyes, you have two cameras. So if you are si- if you're going sideways, you can go in such a way that one eye is in one side of the portal and the other eye is in the <laughs> other side of the portal. And oh. I mean that. You, you kind of need to have two portals like rendering for each eye ah, okay. to make the stereoscopy work and then to make it not not possible that you go yeah one in one side and one the other i'm wow. i'm not sure if i'm going to be able to fix that uh in an elegant way but right now if you are correctly centered like if you keep make sure to like recenter the game every once in a while when you go through doors it'll be very minimal blinking so yeah well i didn't notice probably, it a ton i just i know you mentioned it. I was like, oh, I, I did see that sometimes. And that was one place down in that basement. I saw it a lot, but you were going through a lot of little doors, just going in a circle constantly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I know the one where we go downstairs and there's, yeah, there's, yeah. The, there's a car yeah. park. There's a car in there. Yeah. 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 Um, you had mentioned something about playing seated, which I did. Um, I was, is there a, a way, because I, I didn't see anything in the settings where you could have a seated mode because I felt like I was about four foot one the whole time I played that game until my right. chin was dragging on the floor. <laughs> it was really right. short. Then. So the thing is when you start a game, uh, like if you enable VR mode without any of my fixes, one thing you notice right away is that everything's tiny. So the world is, is very small. They, they, I guess they what because they built it in the source engine and then they ported it over to unity. And I guess the units don't match. Okay. So everything is tiny. And I mean, when you play it in flat mode, it doesn't matter. You just, I mean, you cannot tell the scale of things when you play a game in, in flat mode. But you switch to VR and it's immediately obvious that you're in a small room the size of your head, you know? Mm-hmm. And the, like, I just made everything twice as big. So that's just the, I mean, it looked fine. But Stanley is very short, like compared yeah. to like a door. Yeah, it's just, that's just the Stanley's height. And okay, he's just a short guy. Then yeah. <laughs> when you're working, when you're working with mods, uh, you can't really. It's not really a great idea to have the camera be at a different height that the game expects it, because then you can be clipping through the ceiling in some yeah. situations. Mm-hmm. So you need to make the the player shorter or taller, like depending on on the yeah the game height. But probably the good way to fix this is just to. I'm going to scale the world dynamically depending on the user's height. 
So That'd I'm probably going to yeah. fix that eventually. Uh, yeah, there'll have to be like some option that people can like select what's their height or like calibrate their height automatically mm -hmm. uh, and then have an option for seated or standing standard play. In my modes, usually I don't do that. I just, yeah, I just make it like the original game scale and then, yeah, you, you are you get the height of the original game. Like sometimes your feet are going to be hovering above the ground, which is what happens in Firewatch, I think, for most people, unless you're like two meters tall. And sometimes it happens like in Stanley where he's super short to like, I don't know, 150. Yeah, yeah, it gets, it gets pretty funny at some points. <laughs> so what would you say is out of your games you've modded? What's your favorite? Outer Wilds for sure. Outer Wilds. Um, Outer Wilds. It's this why yeah, I started. It was like, is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, it's a very special game. It's definitely not for everyone. I can definitely understand the people that started the game and that they couldn't figure out what to do and uh, found it boring. Is a lot of reading. Mm -hmm. uh, the game is very. It doesn't hold your hand. You know, it just leaves it to your to your devices. And you 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 have to like do your own exploring and figuring out the world. And it gave me this feeling like childlike feeling of playing a game. Oh, it's a bit cliche to say this, talking about games. Made me feel like when I was a kid. Yeah, know. no, I say it all the time. But, but yeah, <laughs> that's what it made me feel like, like being like super immersed in this game. And yeah, and I'm, I envy the people who got to play it uh, in VR for the first time. Like I wish I had this experience too. Mm -hmm. It's, it's really yeah, yeah. cool game to play in VR. Except like if, if you've suffered from a, uh, Motion sickness in VR is, is not a game for you because there's a lot of like zero G movement spinning yes. around shit. Yeah, yeah. No, that that just goes. I I feel the same way when I see people saying that they're gonna play something like Resident Evil Two for the first time in VR. As like they've never played the game and you get to experience it in VR for the first time. That is awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Jealousy. There was something that you said about the. That's not the question, but there was something that you said about the outer wilds that, you, and you talked about the fact that you put individual hands in your mods. There was something that I found kind of intriguing and kind of cool when I tried the mod. I I don't know if you haven't tried it, uh, Greg, but in the beginning you see there's a, a bonfire and there's an alien sitting there, and then you have an option to take a stick and put like a marshmallow on it and put it on the fire but then you can also you can see your hands i mean it's three fingers hands um but you can extend the stick to the fire and if you look somewhere it says look here dude look at the fire because it's going to burn your marshmallow <laughs> and i was like is that part of the game or is that something that you've added yourself because it's kind of right. cool because you can extend it take it back so, look at it so in the original game what happens is when you interact with some of these things, like for instance, the bonfire, you will attach, like your camera gets stuck to the bonfire. You cannot rotate it anymore. In VR, you can't really do this, right? Yeah. You, can't, you yeah. can't force the camera to be looking at somewhere. People look around. So what could happen is that someone is like looking over there and they accidentally interact with the fire and yeah. they, don't, they don't understand what's happening. Like, what am I supposed to be doing, right? That's why I added these look arrows as a replacement to the to the thing that locks your camera somewhere. Uh, I mean, I 
I added it in a in a very ugly way, but it I mean it works. It's just a way for you to know that you're supposed like the game wants you to look somewhere, so I added the arrow. Yeah. So that yet yeah, you know. And then the yeah. this the marshmallow stick was like one of the things early on when I added uh motion controls that I actually spent like so much time getting it perfect because it's it's just so iconic of the game, like the this like roasting the marshmallow in every planet you visit. Yeah. It's just such an important <laughs> interaction in the game. I, I spent so much time in this like useless little thing, like getting it so that you actually put the marshmallow on the stick like nice. this, and then you can eat it, put it in your mouth, and then you accidentally get these extra features like in the game. If you accidentally burn the marshmallow like until it's black, it's like on fire, you have to throw it away. But in VR, you can still eat it. Like you can, you can eat a like, <laughs> nice. black flaming marshmallow. Just because I didn't, I didn't add that that check. I just let people do what they want. The only thing nice. is, that, yeah, this this button that extends the stick. I wanted it so that you did you didn't need that button because the extend is like you just extend your arm, right? Yeah, yeah. But the, the game like has like you are too far away from the fire to to yes. be able to do it and like there's there's a collision box in the play that's like super fat it's like uh on the off-life mod uh sorry what's the name of the mother that makes the, uh worm slayer, worm yeah, worm slayer. slayer. He, he explained that he made he made a he collision made box smaller yeah. smaller yeah he's 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 a braver braver more brave that, that, braver. that braver works more brave yeah, <laughs> more brave. yeah we we all understand yeah <laughs> he's, he's yeah He's, he's more brave than me in that regard because he reduced that that collision box. But I I don't want to do it because I know that I can introduce so many problems with that, like players suddenly falling down a hole that they're not supposed to fall down. Yeah. So I don't I don't yeah. mess with it. That means you can't really get super close to some things. So, and that's also why I limited the interaction. Hand interaction is mostly use, using laser interaction, so you can do things from far away. Because as as soon as you need to like touch things with your hands you need to reduce that collision box like to be super tight and allow players to like reach super close to the walls because otherwise they're just too far away can't reach anything with their hand yeah. Like, so yeah the laser saves yeah saves us there and also the laser implementation just saves a lot of time because it's essentially just re- replacing the laser that the game is already shooting from the center of the screen that's mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. how the game does it internally it's shooting like a ray from the center yeah. of the screen to find which object you are trying to interact with, right? So I basically just move that laser to your hand and then you can interact with objects that way. That's basically how it works. Yeah, because it's, it's the same way I noticed in Stanley Parable. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there's hardly... It's nice to... I noticed that, like, you have hands in the game because you said you don't in the original game. There's no hands or anything? No. But, there's, like, a couple cutscenes that show their hands, and that's where I got the hands from. I got the hands from a model that shows up in a cutscene. That's why they look like super low poly. Yeah, super yeah. The one looks kind of janky. The other one's got that nice golf glove on it. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that's, that's, like... just, that's just because I didn't have the time to fix the left hand. So the, it's just the default Steam VR. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, real... you go golfing. <laughs> but I have the question. First of all, just according to what you said, I'm just uh, responding to that as well. When I looked to the side and then it showed me to look into the fire, the way you did it, like it's very clean and it kind of it didn't jar me. It was like very, oh, by the way, just look at the fire. It was kind of like that gesture, you know. So everything mm. is kind of it, it, 
stay like it's the same as the game very kind of clean and smooth and very soft um and i did try to get closer to the fire and as soon as i did that you i got an uh, an option saying oh you can extend the stick so it was also at the same time so it's almost like you read my mind as i play it like everything is in steps kind of it was kind of cool i i think uh, it was just a coincidence like when you yeah, reach I'll... forward and you saw the prompt it was uh luck <laughs> because yeah, th that's one of the things so it was nice though <laughs> like so all of the ui in the game is usually like attached to your screen right and i i, I hate it in in vr games when the all the ui is attached to your face and you have to like read it like attached yeah. to your face and that's what i have currently in the stanley parable mod just because that's the easiest thing i can do like ui is so annoying to to get working correctly in vr that i always go to the the thing that works first, you know, and in yeah. Stanley Parable, it just so happened that I was able to get it to work like attached to your face. That means that I can keep the UI looking exactly the way it looked before. But in Outer Wilds, I, because I didn't like that, I attached the UI to your hand. So that means the button prompts yeah. are on your hand and you can yeah. look, but that means you need to remember to look at your hand to see the prompts. And that's sometimes a problem because your hands are down here. You're not always looking at them. Yeah. You don't play you don't play VR games like in an FPS or two D FPS yeah. where the hands are always, <laughs> always uh, so yeah that's one thing but I did try to make that afterwards mode in a way that anyone that plays the game for the first time in VR can still understand what they're supposed to do like when the first time that you're supposed to wake up in the game it says look at your dominant hand whatever that is. It'll tell you to look at your hand because your hand will have the prompt to say "wake up." So, yeah. if, so that that's kind of already like a VR tutorial that I added, like some extra nice. like VR specific tutorials for people to know what they're supposed to do. But yeah, nice. a lot of stuff. Sometimes I'm, when I'm watching streamers, it hurts a little bit when I see them like struggle a little bit uh, to figure out stuff because I I couldn't be clear enough to explain how to do it in VR, but I mean, that's just how it works. And usually they know like it's a mod, so they're used to like clicking every button to try to understand mm -hmm. what, mm -hmm. yeah. what they're supposed to be doing. Do you have any documentation on that anywhere? Like controls and stuff for your mod? I no, I, try, I, I usually try to keep it like all in game. There's like okay. some documentation explaining that if you have problems, you might need to go to like the Steam VR inputs settings. But I, I mean, I, I want as much as possible that people don't need to go to that horrible menu because it sucks so much to have to go to the Steam VR input settings. Yeah, it does. I wouldn't wish that on, on anyone. Yeah, it's such a pain so, in the rear. Yeah. Why, am I, so, why, am I, why am I blurry? I don't know. You're blurry now. There you uh, go. Now you're not. There you go. You're good. Uh, my question was, when you see a game, I think you also kind of responded to that, but when you see a game that your passion you're passionate about and and then your brain clicks whoa this needs to be experienced in vr which is basically what happened with uh outer wilds right um how do you start like how how do you what is your first to do thing like how do you even like what i'm trying to get here i my brain is the right, uh, the right side of the brain. I don't think the left side. So I, I cannot be a coder. I cannot be a modder. I think I would like to, 
but I don't think and I can because I, I don't know how to think like a mother. So when you see something, they're like, I want people to experience this in VR. What do you do? How do you, where do you so, jump to? So the first thing I do usually, so this has changed as I've been learning more and more. So I have kind of optimized the process of like figuring out if a game can be modded or yeah, figuring out if, if I want to mod a game. So the first thing I do is go on Steam Steam database, so steamdb.com, uh, because over there you can actually see the list of all the files in the games without having to download the games. Yeah. So I can look at the list, and f just from looking at the list, I can already tell if it's a Unity game first. So mm -hmm. that's the first check. Okay, it's a Unity game. Second check would probably be like within being a Unity game is like checking what uh like how did the developers uh compile the game there's like two ways in unity you can compile the game one of them is very easy to mod and one of them is hard and i want the easy one <laughs> i want to do the things the easiest way although i'm like still trying to like learn how to do the hard ones because some really good games are in that hard category so mm. yeah not eliminating it but yeah that's the second thing that i check then i also need to check the Unity version because depending on which Unity version, there's like different methods you can use to inject VR. And like, if it's like super old Unity version, like uh, Oberdin, it's, I mean, it's not super old, but it's quite old. But if it's, if, if it's that old, then it, it makes things a bit more difficult. And if it's really, really old, it just, it doesn't work. For the ways that I learned how to inject VR, some older versions just don't work at all. So it's like Unity 4 or something, then I don't know how to do it. It would it would be like a modding any other non-Unity game, probably. I see. So, yeah, that, those are the things like I keep narrowing it down. And then when I see that, okay, on the technical side, I can probably mod it, then I'll get the game. I'll do a very quick patch just to enable VR. There's a couple different ways that I can do this. Then I'll go inside the game and look at the game in VR. Like there's some very quick ways that you can can do it just to enable the VR camera. I just do it, look at it. I mean, everything is gonna be very broken. Usually, like the camera position is gonna be like like super high up or something like inside a wall or whatever. But it's enough for me to like look around and figure out mm. is it possible or not. Nice. And yeah, usually I'm just looking around in this very broken game. If there are like a lot of effects important effects that like only render in one eye, stuff like this, usually it's going to mean that I, I don't want to bother because there's a lot of stuff that I still don't know, that I still need to learn, like shaders, that, uh, yeah, something that is very, very difficult to reverse engineer. And so I, yeah, if there's too many of these kind of issues, I probably want to avoid it. Uh, recently, I did the Ship Breaker uh, VR mod. I, I did a very simple mod for that one. That's a yeah a special case that I needed needed to figure out how to render it in a different way uh, using OpenXR. It was the only way that it looked correct, like was rendering everything on correctly on both eyes. Because when I used my usual methods, it was rendering like shadows only on one eye, and this mm -hmm. eye didn't see any shadows. Oh, it looks yeah, awful. that 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 would be terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, and then of course I need to check how is the performance? Because if the performance is really bad in VR, which it almost always is, like uh, Stanley Parable is the only mod I've made so far that 
performance isn't a bit terrible. But I mean, you, there's still like a range of terribleness that you're willing to accept. When you're, when you're playing modded games, you've got to accept a little bit. <laughs> right. There's always some jank. But like, yeah, Stanley Parable is just a super lightweight game, so it runs. Yeah, it ran super well. smooth for me. No, no problems at all. But like, Chip Breaker is a, uses like the, the Unity, uh, like realistic lighting things that is super heavy. That's why you had this problem like running only in one eye. It's not compatible with this old ways of injective VR. So that one, like, performance is a bit bad, but still kind of doable. There's been a few games that I wanted to mod and I gave up on because performance was just awful, like, completely awful. Uh, Yeah, these games that they were not developed with VR in mind, I mean, they're willing to accept, like, that the game dips from 60 to 30 and, like, not optimizing it any further, which, I mean, a lot of people are okay with that. In VR, it's just impossible. So if a game like can't handle 60 FPS on a like normal modest gaming machine, then it's not gonna work in VR. Mm-hmm. You just need like a super high frame rate, and then rendering in both eyes. And usually, you have to yeah change it to also render like physics in a higher frame rate, which depending on how they implemented the game, you you also need to like render the physics. Uh, calculate the physics at a higher rate and that increases also the CPU usage. So it's not just your graphics card doing extra work, it's your, also your CPU doing extra yeah. work. So you get bottleneck everywhere. And yeah, that's yeah another of the things that I need to check. Uh, there, there was one game that I gave up on recently. East, East Shade, I think, is a game about painting. I I tried it and it looks like it would be a, a easy enough mod. I guess this is an exclusive thing I'm sharing here because I don't yeah, think cool. I shared it. Uh, I, I, yeah, I tried that game and it looked really cool, but performance was so, so bad that I don't think it's worth making a mod yet. You think so, there is there a way that you can go in and optimize when you're modding to make performance better or? Maybe. Uh, I mean, there's always ways to make it super ugly and maybe perform better, <laughs> but if if you're being bottlenecked on the CPU side, then you are usually screwed. Uh, oh, okay. you, would need to, you would need to like div, like go re- very deeply into the game code and figuring it out, and I, I just need to do it like a like, do I really want to spend that much time, or is it worth it? It depends on like how, how much I like the game, how, how popular the game is, etc. Yeah, I had seen, I think it was you, it was a video, and it was a game I think that you were trying to mod, and it might not have been you, but I think it was. I don't remember what the name of the game was, but the graphically, it looked like it was kind of almost hand-drawn, it looked like it had like a ship involved, maybe? Like yeah, a, yeah, that's, that's Oberdin, Return, oh, okay. Return to the, Return 2, or Return of the Oberdin. yeah. Yeah. I, I, so, but you didn't. That was the one that you didn't finish, right? You were right. Th- that mod is available on my Patreon for okay. people like looking at broken things, <laughs> <laughs> and because it's not playable at all. But it's it's just an interesting. Like I saw the game and I thought, okay, I know this is a Unity game, and I know the Unity version is technically like possible to support VR in this. But obviously, looking at the game, is, I mean, this is not a game that works in VR. It's like the, the game is drawn, is like a 3D game, but then does a couple 
tricks, rendering tricks to like draw it in 3D pixel art, in 2D pixel art only, like monochrome. So it's like two colors, yeah. pixel art. Like it's it looks beautiful. Yeah, the style and of the I, game looks really cool. Yeah, and I thought, how can I make it less beautiful? So I tried <laughs> to put it in VR. So I like, I mean, you can put a VR camera in there, and then you see all these like broken textures. Everything is like pink and green and. Like it looks horrible, so then I tried to apply some effects on top just to make it look kind of almost similar to the original style, but in 3D. And it was fun. It's like a challenge, but if I wanted to like actually make the full game work in VR, it would be so much work. Yeah, just get everything running properly. Yeah, but it was a really interesting challenge that one. And sometimes it's like that. I see, I see a few games that I know that they shouldn't work in VR and that kind of makes me want to try it more. Like there's a few isometric games that I've seen that I'd like to try in VR just because, I mean, there's some like fun VR games that's just like strategy games, like just point and click and they can they can sometimes be fun in, in VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, but an isometric game, it, it just, isometric camera can't work in VR because isometric means there's no depth. So like, Things that are far away are the same size as things that are close. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that can't really work in VR. And that would mean turning an isometric game into a normal 3D game. So, in the future, there might be one or two mods that I release that, that do that. It's just interesting challenges that... Yeah, uh, be kind of like try. trying to make Mist, the original one, just make it into VR without going through isn't this like uh to the to backgrounds like, yeah it's uh, all yeah, it, is. it is it's just a, it's just point and click yeah, it's just you walking in front of a big painting <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much yeah. yeah hey those games were the shit back in the day i mean i they remember were. i loved mist and oh i really wish they uh they would give um uh riven the same treatment they gave mist that that because that was so good in VR, it was really yeah, really, it was really oh, good. It was beautiful. Hey, you'd mentioned your portrait or your Patreon. Um, uh, now does that have all your mods on it, or is that just for early access mods? Or right, the I... way I'm doing it right now is uh, I have mods there while I'm developing them, but I don't really make any promises as to when I'm gonna make them public. What I want to do is I want to make them public when I have organized the source code to be all nice, pretty, and to, like, because I hope that my mods can help other people make their own mods as well. Mm -hmm. And that's also what I hope to to do in my YouTube channel. So far, I I only really did the Oberdin video that actually goes into the technical details. The other videos is just more uh, ad hoc. I'm just, like, explaining inside the game. But I really hope that I make more videos like explaining the process of actually making VR mods. That's awesome. But yeah, uh, so the ones on Patreon are supposed to be the ones that are I'm still developing, but it's really just the ones that I didn't finish or I didn't release a 1.0 version. So anything that I release like a full, complete version, or I say, okay, I'm not going to be working on this anymore, then I 
put it open source on GitHub. People can see the source code okay. and can that's download what I it. I, that's why I thought I got Firewatch on GitHub when I played that. By the way, right. thanks thanks for that mod. Yeah. I'd never played that game before, so here I am streaming it. <clears throat> and I just get into the first like opening bit of it, and I'm like, oh, this is a cute little love story. It's like, and it's like, oh, oh, she has dementia. This sad. And it just kept going, and I just break down bawling on my stream. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, God. Uh, the only thing that saved me is they, they just had to stick in the knife a little deeper and the dog died. And I was like, oh, well, that, that, <laughs> that was just funny. <laughs> yeah. it was, it's like they, they have the Pixar animation. So they're like, mm, they have Pixar animations. We also need the Pixar crying yeah. at the beginning of the yeah, movie. Part. It was. It was, yeah. it was. it was freaking up. <laughs> that first five yeah. minutes yeah. of up gets me every time. Yeah. But yeah. no, that was that was a really beautiful game to experience. It was so cool in VR. Uh, my brother has it, has the game, and he's like, I don't know, I didn't really enjoy what I played. I was like, okay, get get Rise mod, put it on there, and then play it. I guarantee you'll like it a lot more. It's just there's something about taking a game and put when you inject yourself into it, you know, it, it just completely transforms the experience. Right. Um, yeah, especially a game that's that beautiful. Like everything is looks so just, gorgeous. Yeah, it's gorgeous, it's gorgeous, and the story is really well written. Um, you know, yeah, I, I really, I, I think I did my stream. I played through the whole game. I did. I do think I missed yeah. something at the end. Somebody told me I missed. I didn't find the guy's camp. The the camp of the the kid that ends up dying or whatever. I didn't find his camp. Oh, I didn't know that's it's possible to miss that. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I just completely missed it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's see. Oh, you brought up Shipbreaker. So is that is that available now? I thought you were still working on that one. No, the Shipbreaker is still uh, is still locked in my, my Patreon. Oh, it's, it's just an, a very early version. I, I only fixed a few things, but it's still like no motion controls. I still haven't decided if I'm going to like go full full VR mode on that one. What? But uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um. Ah. So anyway, uh, so a shipbreaker. Tell me a little bit about that game. I don't know anything about that one. Did you say shitbreaker? Not shitbreaker. <laughs> that's a totally different game. Oh, <laughs> that's, the, that's the other one. You get that one on Lovers yeah. Lab. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you need to be on my. You need to be on my premium premium tier to, uh, get <laughs> to get shitbreaker. Shit <laughs> yeah, you have to have proof of proof of age. <laughs> yeah. So I also don't know anything about Shipbreaker. <laughs> so Shipbreaker is a different... Was So I, I told you that usually I'll only mod games that I like. And Shipbreaker is not a game that I like. It's, oh, not okay. that I, it's not that I dislike the game. It's just I didn't know the game. So I got a lot of requests from people like telling me to mod this game. And I, uh, Elliot was one of the ones that suggested it because it's a popular game. So if you go on Steam, you can see there's a lot of concurrent players. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought I'd give it a try. Like, uh, what if I mod a game that uh, is not I'm not a fan of already? Maybe I can become a fan of it as I play it and I, as I mod it. But uh, yeah, it's, it's also an experiment. Like modding a game that I know nothing about, but I know that it's a popular game. So maybe it can bring some popularity, like make my Patreon more popular. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course, it's just something that I'm also trying to do. So I decided to try it. Turns out the game is... Uh, kind of in the same vein as like uh, Outer Wilds and Firewatch, as I explained, where it just has some systems and then the whole game just follows these yeah. systems. 
uh, except for like yeah some in between screens like when you're like in between missions or whatever so i decided to try that one uh it's a game about breaking chips <laughs> it's like Makes you have sense. some lasers <laughs> you have some lasers and they tell you just yeah cut this ship in half and then uh, ship the little bits to yeah put it in the trash something like that i, I don't know exactly what's the game about there's a campaign like story campaign it was in area access for a long time and uh yeah now it's not in area access anymore but it's it's a very like, heavy game like it takes a lot of resources on your pc to to run oh okay but uh the mod that i made i didn't add any motion controls but i'm not sure if i want to because as soon as you add motion controls to the game your performance requirements go up a lot because okay. if you're playing a game where only the camera is in vr and you don't like move around that much you're just playing a normal game like all you have is like a rotation tracking then you can kind of play a 60 fps game and it looks fine but as soon as you add motion control, 60 fps feels like shit is is awful wow like, like moving your hands around doesn't is nice. I mean, I'm sure this depends on the person. It's like it's subjective, but this for me is 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 not great. So yeah, I'm still not sure where I'm gonna go with that one. Uh, it's gonna depend on what uh, people on my Patreon think. I'll probably have some poll to decide what what to work on after Stanley. Uh, so yeah, it was just but the game looks really cool. Like it looks very nice to be in VR and doing that and. Yeah, everything looks huge. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just fun. Yeah, right now. Scale, eh? Yeah, and that's also the first game that I made it or I tried at least to make it so you can turn toggle VR mode on and off while you're in the mod. Because it's not very easy to do that because at least the way I write the mods, as soon as I start to modify things to to make them work in VR, I already like ruined the whole game. Like if I try to Disable VR is is fucked. It's like everything is already modified and too broken to to be reverted. Like it's, I would need to like write specific code to handle reverting everything to how it was before I oh. change things. Right. So with Shipbreaker, I tried to make things very simple and very easy to revert, so that you can use a you just press a button on your keyboard to toggle VR on and off, and this means that I can release a, a mod in a more unfinished state. Because people can just play their game flat, uh, like the menus and all the stuff that doesn't work well, uh, start the game flat. And then when they want to play a part in VR, they just, I mean, is annoying that you have to take your headset on and yeah. off. Mm -hmm. Just put your headset on, toggle VR mode and just play the part in VR. And if there's some bug that prevents you from continuing the game in VR, then you just take it off, continue in flat mode. It's just, yeah, it's a different experiment that I tried there. Um, you had mentioned then that, so do you have your eye on any games that, right for, for the future after you're done with Stanley? Do you have anything that you're really like, oh, I, I got to mod this? Yes. Uh, one that I'd like to try is Dorf Romantic. Is uh, is like a puzzle strategy game. It's, it's not a first person game. Like, I, I really want to try a, something that is not first person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like something that's like a strategy game or like a small tabletop game, because I know a lot of people like that kind of game. Although that's usually more popular, in like the quest, because it's, it's the kind of game that you want to have, yeah, on a 
like portable device. But I'm just yeah, curious about that kind of game because it feels like it should be a lot easier to make like a quick mod, quick full mod. You just need like a laser controller to replace a mouse and then you should work. So yeah, Dorf Romantic is, is one that I, I've been thinking to try. Uh, I don't think I have my eye on any very popular games right now. Uh, the isometric game that I was talking about is called Tunic. It's, that one is like a I know that name. Cute, cute little fox game. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's an isometric game. I'm just very curious what could be done with it. I don't know if the game has any weird camera tricks that would prevent me from... Because I haven't finished the game. Sometimes like there's just stuff that's impossible to do in VR. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Those are two games that I... That I've been thinking about. And yeah, people in my Patreon, they suggest a lot of games. So soon I'll have a poll where people mm-hmm. can vote what should I what should I do next. There you go. And yeah. nice. Bioshock. <laughs> do Bioshock. Yeah. When I guess when, when they get when they port Bioshock to Unity, I yeah. jump on it. Like the body's still warm, man. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know, <laughs> um, we gotta figure so this out. So pray for the gods. It's done. It's ready. It's it's complete. I wouldn't call it complete. It's it's very broken. That's also like one of the things. One of the reasons I also like to keep some of my mods locked in the Patreon. Of course, uh, is is nice to be uh, rewarded for my work. But it also reduces the number of people being exposed to it and then coming to me with issues. Yeah, complaining. So yeah. yeah. So that's like these very early mods that I just did a quick test on. Pray for the gods was like the first game that I tried to just do a quick VR mod where you you play with a normal controller and it's just a VR yeah. camera, right? And it just so happened that that game, the UI, the way they built the UI was almost like it was already made for VR. Mm-hmm. Like the UI is like, is like a in the game world, you know. So it 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 works very easily to port it for VR, and but there's still some issues like cutscenes where the camera goes in the wrong place, like goes under the floor mm-hmm. or something. So I wouldn't call that one complete. I still might go but back it's, to it. It's someday. playable. It's playable. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's some streamers who have played it. You can find it on. On yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I built a profile for it on Vorpex, but I want, I want the mod because, for me, one of the best things in VR is the scale. And when you fight, I know it's a third person. It's kind of like playing. Um, um, oh my God, I forgot the name. Uh, Ninja Theory. Oh my God, oh, my Hellblade. favorite game of all time. Hellblade. Hellblade. <laughs> it's like playing Hellblade. Then it's a third person. So to fight those giants and you feel the scale and it looks sharp because it's not vorpex and you can see it like outer wilds that looks it's so crisp it's you know so yeah i want that mod so i I think the the scale thing is a double-edged sword for me because for instance outer wilds like that's one of the main things that people tell me about it's like wow the scale everything looks so big Mm -hmm. But to me, it just really uh, showed me how tiny those planets are. On the outer ones, they are, they are tiny. They have to be for the game to be playable and not to be like a No Man's Sky like thing where it takes so long to get to the next. I mean, No Man's Sky, even there, is super quick to get to the next planet. But yeah, it's like 
tiny planets, tiny solar system, and you can really see like, oh yeah, I've seen buildings bigger than than these planets. <laughs> yeah. Like they, it really, yeah, shows you how the scale, like they kind of trick you in the game to yeah, yeah. see the scale. Like I, in Outer Wild, I was in the spaceship and I was going towards the sun and it shows me, okay, 20 kilometers and I'm still pushing it forward and it's like 18 kilometers 90 kilometers and then because it spins and everything moves it's like 20 kilometers I'm like what the fuck I was just going forward <laughs> but it's still it's pretty amazing because you're in a cockpit thing and everything is alive yeah. type of thing it's it's there's something to it that is like and it's the same art style as Firewatch so it's kind of like cartoony uh, colorful, saturated, like really right. pleasant. So you should try it, Greg. Oh yeah, I, I definitely planned. Like I said, I was going to it last night, but <clears throat> my brother came over and yeah, yeah. But it just wasn't. Well, so Greg happen. was doing the parable. I was doing the outer wilds, and together, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, the way they make these games really helps. Like outer wilds is made in a way that really. And I guess Firewatch is in the same, the same way. Like it's kind of like Half Life. You're you're always seeing stuff from Gordon Freeman's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. There's never mm-hmm. a cut scene where suddenly there's a movie playing. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, if otherwise and Firewatch being made that way, it's almost like they were made for VR already. So, and like the ship cockpit, I mean, it's it's just the ship cockpit. It's not like when you're drive, piloting the ship is suddenly draws a cockpit in front yeah. of the screen no it's, it's like a 3d cockpit around the player so yeah you enable vr and it just works like i didn't have to do anything to nice I, I, I did add stuff to the cockpit like so that you can interact your laser and control the stuff so it feels a little bit more and you don't need so many buttons in the controllers it's like you're just aiming mm. a stuff in the cockpit to interact with it but other than that yeah it just works is a That's lot of stuff nice. like of the UI is just already inside the game. Like the cockpit in Outer Wilds has has a computer. Uh, sorry, the ship in Outer Wilds has a computer, where you can see your quests or quests like what, what, how's your story progress going. And the computer is, I mean, they are literally drawing on the computer screen. Like I didn't. It, it works in VR because of that. You, nice. you just turn on the computer and it's there. All the stuff is there. Yeah. Like I, I didn't have to do anything. If they had implemented it in a different way, where it's like changes your screen to show the UI, then I will have to make it like draw in front of you, like a floating yeah. thing. And but no, they 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 already made it work almost like it's supposed to be a VR game. <laughs> that that kind of stuff really nice. helps. You had a question, Brian, about another mod like a VR gin or something like that, or yeah, oh that, yeah. Um... Yeah, this it doesn't have to be. It's kind of like out of the, whatever. Um, Sorry, but, but, but what do you? What are you asking about this uh, Virgin? There's, uh, is it something that you can take that the Virgin template? At first, right. I thought that you were part of it because uh, I saw on um, get. Um, yeah, I saw when I downloaded it. There was someone that said. Uh, Firewatch VR that they worked right. with that. So I thought. Yeah, I, I can explain that a little bit. So, Firewatch used to be used to be uh, made with a much older Unity version. So they've they've changed Unity versions a couple of times when updating the game. Uh, 
actually one of the times they changed a major Unity version was while I was already making the mod, which is super annoying. It means I have to fix so much stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, yeah, when that happens, it happened to me on Firewatch and it happened to me on Outer Wilds. They changed, they did the, like a major Unity version change while I was already yeah. making the mod, which is it's a lot of work to fix it. Uh, but yeah, so the older older versions of Firewatch, they used an older version of Unity that was compatible with this VRGIN thing. Is the only I, I don't know of any other game that used that, but yeah, VRGIN was basically a, a template for mods modifying Unity games that would yeah turn them into VR games, and it, it came with some solutions for like the UI to automatically render the game UI on your yeah. hand. And then I think you could interact with it with a laser, like a bit more automated, but you still had to like manually change some stuff to yeah. what you wanted. But it's more for modders. It's not really for people just trying to use mods. It's, so with VRGIN, you could make your own VR mod for some game. But yeah. it was only compatible uh, to Unity, like up to 5.5. Five. Yeah, and um, I tried. I actually tried VR in, in when I was modding Outer Wilds the first time. So before I had my first success, I was trying VR in, but all I could get to render in VR with that was a pink screen, like magenta, hundred percent in yeah, my eye, yeah. burning, burning my retinas. <laughs> uh, nothing else, because yeah, it, it just wasn't compatible with the with the Unity version we were using for Outer yeah, Wilds. It's an old okay. guy. Well, GTA 4 um, <clears throat> worked until it didn't work because of that Unity change. So they right. compiled it differently, so the, exactly. the mod broke completely. And then we waited, 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 and ta-da, it came back. I, yeah, Perfectly. I need to look at how that was done because it's insane. It's, it's really is much harder Beautiful. to make a mod work like that. We had fun on GTFO. Oh, I love it was that game. So good, it's so fun. That that that's just a brilliant game in VR. <laughs> the, that's another thing. So that's a shooter, right? Yes. Yeah. Says, so, I that's the kind of game that I probably would never mod because, so, I mean, I don't mind shooters. I'm not a fan of shooters, but I don't mind them. But the problem is, if it's an actual shooter, we like where you have to be precise with guns. I feel like I I wouldn't be able to make a good mod because I don't know all the nuances of how you're supposed to hold a gun in VR, how you're supposed to hold a gun in real life. Like, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I don't, I think people who like VR shooters would try my mods and they would hate it because I didn't, yeah, I don't understand all these little details that make a good VR shooter good. I think shooters yeah. are like some of the hardest games to make because everyone knows them so well you, there's so many yeah. expectations to how a shooter should be but like otherwise like you're shooting a probe into space nobody knows what that's supposed to feel like so i can do whatever i want yeah yeah so yeah i have much more freedom yeah anytime a shooter comes out you know that's the first thing you'll see if they don't have it right just tons of comments like the angle of the gun is off when i'm holding it or this is yeah. you know just tons of stuff just tons of hate yeah. instantly if you don't get that right from the beginning and don't patch it like instantly it's yeah. like the death of a game <laughs> and and the problem yeah. is you have to make these things work in like 17 different vr controllers and you have to, it, and it headsets sucks to, yeah. And yeah 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 there's so many different ones now i have um, right here like the vive controller yeah, I've got I hate. The... it's the first time. First time that I tried Vive Control was just a few days ago. 
and I, I hate it. Like, I don't understand how anyone ever played games with this. That's all like, I did no for buttons. years was buy, oh <laughs> buy controllers. I know that it used to be. Like, nowadays we have so many more options. Yep. But I still have to make my mods compatible with this. And there's like, oh, where do I put the buttons? Where? Yep. What do I do? Like, how wow. do I... And now that I have it, I really feel I, like I tested my own mods and I feel bad for the people who played my mods with this because I didn't I didn't do a good job at making an input map for this because you don't know until you try it. And I had yeah. to kind of like just guess it. And now that I have it, I did a, I think I did a better job for Stanley Parable because I'm, I'm testing Stanley Parable with this. So now I, I made it actually work like decently well with a, a Vive controller, so. Yeah. That's one of the main reasons I my daily driver is my Rift S and not my Index is because I yep. like the controllers so much better. My Index, I never got the Index controllers because everybody I know that has them, they break on them constantly, and I don't want to deal with that hassle. So I just kept my Vive ones. Uh, but now that I've got those touch controllers on the Rift S, it's just so much easier to play with that. Than yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five ones suck, but but they're indestructible. So you know, <laughs> you, you could definitely assault somebody with one of those. <laughs> you don't even need a gun; you just need a five wand. <laughs> so, do you have uh, any documentation or resources that you could uh, that that you have anywhere for for modders that are looking to be aspiring modders or trying to build a mod? So, in the VR to like the VR Discord, we have a we have a channel there somewhere. It's like tool like documentation for modders. I don't know what it's called, but yeah, specific for that. It's just, right now it's just one link, mm -hmm. and it's a, a doc I think wrote, written by Elliot. I'm not sure, and it points to a bunch of different things. One of them being my video about return to the Oberdin because. Even though that video is mostly about my failure to try to make a game that a game that obviously doesn't want to be VR, to, yeah, obviously didn't work. So that that game that video still goes over the like overall process of like the very thing that I do to patch a game to make it work in VR. But it's yeah, it might be a bit outdated and doesn't work on uh, a lot of newer game versions. But yeah, definitely. I mean. It, if you are interested in making VR mods, go to the flat to VR Discord. That's the place to be. Yeah. Ask around. There are so many mothers there, like willing to help, and so much knowledge stored there now. Like, is is yeah. it's a great community. is is really amazing. And your yeah. channel, right? Your YouTube channel. Uh yeah, uh, it's just like a part is the same. Okay, so we'll link can, it. We'll link your channel. We'll link it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, and, and of course, there's the all the open source mods. I would I probably wouldn't recommend people using my Ultra Wilds mod as guidance because that was my first mod, so there's a lot of trash there, and yeah, oh, you yeah. just be figuring yeah. things out, so it's very hard to read. But my Firewatch mod is probably pretty okay to to follow. Okay. And yeah, there's a bunch more open source mods that you can find in the in the flat to VR Discord community, and yeah, just use those as your as your guides. I think you find that when you're doing anything, when you start out, 
I mean, I look yeah. back, like look back at my old episodes of Janice and Kale when I first started and I smacked my head. That's a show I did in mind show back in the day. And, uh, I smacked my head at like my editing skills and everything was so bad <laughs> or even back the my old podcast trip VR podcast and where that started to where this podcast is now you just learn so much and then you look back at your old stuff and you're like don't anybody look at that <laughs> just look at this new stuff <laughs> yeah but that shows growth that's exactly yeah. what it is yeah 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 all right well I, those are all my questions are how are you got any extra questions for him Vran? no no uh, rye was just like shooting those he uh, answered a lot of my questions like, before i even answered yeah before them, asked yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. <laughs> once, I get, once i get rambling it's hard to make me stop sometimes. that's that's okay that's okay that, that made my Great. job easier <laughs> all right well hey uh i think we're gonna call this a wrap then uh thank you very much yep. Mike Pardo, for joining us that was awesome i used your full name at the end just because you know well, people know your, you did your full it well, name. Too. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, check like out when when, uh, when um, uh, Elliot was here. He called him Brian. I called him Brian. And we're, we're, but and his name like, is Brian. Elliot. So I know. <laughs> but, but your name, he just like shoots it. Like, yeah, I can't. I can't say Vran. Can't say that for to save my Brand. life. <laughs> it's Brian. Anyway. Do the outro. <laughs> All right. So, hey, thanks for watching, guys. Make sure you hit like and subscribe and click that little bell thingy. If you want, you can stop by our merch shop and get some really cool merch. There you go. We got shirts, we got mugs, we got all kinds of shit on there. <laughs> breakers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we don't have water. We don't sell water. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, and uh, comment on the video. We're getting great interaction on all of our videos. So much great engagement, great comments. We love, we love talking to all of you. Uh, make sure that you stick around and uh, ch check out episode five in a couple weeks. That's it for us, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you, Wright. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was great to be here. <laughs>